Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined by Arizona Right Wing Watch, a.k.a. Haley. That Once my again, beautiful butter- baby angels or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. The, butter, the buttery smooth <laughs> transition there. The four <laughs> seconds of just absolutely paralyzing silence between the greeting <laughs> and, and, and Haley getting ready to speak. We're, we're, we're nailing this. This is professional podcaster 101 shit. I don't know how, I don't know how we're not getting $10,000 a month from Patreon. What is wrong with you people? You're getting gold, gold, I tell you. And we are, and we are also, and we are also joined by the lady who lives in a country that may or may not exist, Australia. It's Karma. Hey, from Australia. <laughs> yes, from Australia, which again, Karma is claiming is a real place. Which impressive. Some people, on, some people on the internet and a lot of flat earthers would tell you that's not true. It's it's the the, the Australian deception. It's like uh, like the ice Nazis living under the South Pole and all that kind of stuff. It's it's all happening here first. Well, I don't know what you mean. Everything's going to start in Australia. We're going to save the world. Well, uh, according to uh, would-be Arizona Governor Kerry Lake, your nation had fallen because you don't have the Second Amendment. Uh, once again, I am very happy that your uh, police state overlords have granted you access to the Internet with which to podcast with us because you have no other freedoms. You are an oppressed people that have been trapped under crippling COVID lockdowns for the last six years or so, even though COVID didn't happen six years ago. <laughs> But you have penguins, so... Oh, we yes! That is, that is definitely <laughs> something that is part of Australia's uh, sprawling <laughs> ecosystem, is the and, penguins. And it's kind, of, it's kind of penguin weather here in, well, at the start of summer, where, like, absolutely rain hasn't stopped for days, and we've got all our conspiracy theorists saying that, you know, the government is playing with our weather. <laughs> It's all about um, harp, baby. That's what makes the world so easy for people to buy into is that like you have a you have a thing that explains everything. Weather screwed up, it's harp. People are sick, it's the vaccine. Like you lost an election, it was rigged by the mules. You just <laughs> whatever whatever problem you have, we have a handy dandy cookie cutter solution to that problem. We have an answer for everything that ails you, and that answer is uh, give us attention and preferably money because that's what grifters care about more than anything else is just look at me, look at me. Now that you're looking at me, uh, buy my supplements, uh, buy my $30 can of coffee, uh, do something for me that involves getting money from for me. Uh, last week, I think we talked about praying medic, and I went on his website, and he has like a faith healing class for one hundred and twenty dollars, and he has a uh, like div- divination class for one hundred and twenty dollars, where you can see demons and angels and stuff. And it was like, I should take it. Yes, I should take the class. I have to actually do it just to see what happens. He's Arizona, right? He lives here. 
Yeah, he lives in Arizona. Oh, yeah, you, I'll just I'll take it. Why not? You're <laughs> the very beating heart of conspiracy madness land. <laughs> I know. I yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't even remember what it was called. Like it was like Life Wars or something that Alex Jones did. That was like his most important work, and it was like a pay thing, and it leaked immediately after. Like they put it out for like eight hundred dollars. Like all like 12 hours of Alex's like bullshit just immediately leaked. So you could just download it if you wanted to like the guys from knowledge fight. Haven't done it yet, but uh, it, one day, one day, like break in case of emergency. If Alex goes on vacation for a month, they could get into that, like pay content that Alex wanted to try to kill the people. And the deafening silence kicks in. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, 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 you can just you can just I was tell taking that, a hit of weed. <laughs> you can just tell that like uh me, Haley and Karma haven't like bonded over years of conversations and hanging out and just shooting the previous I, uh, <laughs> was the way listening to your started. tale of Alex. Yes, yes. And, <laughs> oh the, the dulcet tones of my golden vocal cords just paralyzed you. You're just like, ah man. Oh um <laughs> that was like uh, this isn't even a humble brag. This is just me bragging. It was like uh, there there have been like circle, social circles in my life that have called me Storytime Mike because they're just like, oh man, it's like, hey Mike, tell us a story, Storytime Mike. You're so funny. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a whirl. I'll I'll put on my jester suit and dance and caper for you and party. Yeah, that's uh, why I come on but, here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what this podcast is. It's me dancing and capering <laughs> for an audience, but through the theater of the mind. You just have to imagine my prancing and cavorting. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually not good. I'm I'm not very photogenic. So, uh, anyways, enough uh, enough mincing around with all this dumb crap. Let's uh, hit let's hit up the amuse bouche. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche. Uh, so since I know more about this uh, topic, um, Karma, tell us all about the bullshit going on in We the Media and the turmoil, chaos, and uh, just absolute uh, lovely grifter-on-grifter grifter, uh, violence that we're dealing with right now in that community of chuckle fucks. <laughs> chuckle fucks. There's, um, there's been... From what what I can say is there's a big divide. Like Kate and Patel have been accused of different things. Um, there's also been a split in the group where they made a secret group outside We The Media. And <laughs> those people in there were the ones planning and organising to actually kind of, you know, we're sick of We The Media's rules and everything like that and we're planning. So that was people like Matrix, The Authority, Awaken Outlaw. Like, they were all in that group. Okay, so I, I want to do a quick thing just to uh, lay the groundwork for those of you who are not hopelessly pilled. Uh, Kate Awakening and Patel are uh, two members of We The Media. Kate Awakening is... Um, podcaster uh, just general grifter type not really that uh 
like she's not that big in the community really uh except for the fact that she is an attractive woman who apparently has posed for playboy and all that kind of stuff whereas patel is patel patriot aka john harold i believe and uh john is the man who uh rose to prominence uh like a phoenix just he he was he John is the last great QAnon promoter because everybody else was old school. He came out with this devolution bullshit and boom, he just caught fire and everyone loved devolution because it was the, the sweetest copium you could possibly find on the internet. And he got swept up in this stuff. And what's really fun about John and his bullshit is that he's in We the Media, which is a QAnon uh, like consortium of grifters. And his whole shtick is... Q, I don't know Q. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just a, I'm just a humble Trump fan of Donald Trump who loves that man and thinks the world of him. And when, when Donald Trump got on Air Force One that morning in January 20th, 2021, I just wept because my hero wasn't going to let America fall to Joe Biden. It just couldn't happen. So I created a like dumb fantasy to make myself feel better. And now people give me piles of money for it. How great is that? And that, like, I'm not even joking. If you read, like, the first uh, the first chapter of, like, the 75 chapters of Devolution, it's probably more words in Devolution than there is in words in all the Q drops. But, like, chapter one of Devolution is basically uh, Trump left and Biden was getting sworn in, and that made me sad. So I had to figure out what really happened. And this is what I came up with. So he in the opening chapter was just like, this is my aggressive coping for America witnessing the peaceful transfer of power from one president to the next. I know we had that little boo-boo on January 6th and that wasn't so great, but uh, two weeks later when it was time for uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. to put his hand on the Bible and say the oath, smooth sailing. And because I am a brain worm filled idiot who loves Donald Trump, there was no bueno, just couldn't handle it. So I came up with this cockamamie devolution shit. And now everyone gives me money and tells me I'm the greatest human being that ever lived. Until now, now devolution is bullshit. And if you believe in it, you're a fucking moron, according to a lot of very angry people on the internet. So uh, back to you, Karma. <laughs> so apparently... Kate's being accused of being um, Mozad. Mossad. Um, Mossad. See, Australian, <laughs> American. <laughs> um, and so that that sort of kick-started it all. Um, and, yeah, like, so they're releasing, you know, chat, like screenshots from the chat. IET resigned. I think Jordan's running it now. Okay. I so so this is what really makes me laugh about this is um, from what I was reading, IET Kate and Sather were kind of the group that started We the Media and started recruiting all the other people into the movement, and the idea that uh, Sather would be your choice to take things over. I cannot think of a person worse for the job than Sather for the simple reason that he is obsessed with gatekeeping. Like he is <laughs> like 
like the funniest thing is like I read a praying medic had a post where he was like, look, I don't know if the evolution's real or not, but we're just going to have to wait and see. Maybe John was onto something. Maybe he ain't. And that kind of shtick is more of the kind of go with the flow sort of let grifters grift mentality. That would absolutely be the way I would do things if I was suddenly put in charge of grift consortium. Like, the last thing I'm going to do is, like, start slapping the wrists of all the other grifters. Like, no, your grift is bad. Your, your grift is unacceptable. Like, like that's how you encourage uh, dissension. That's how you encourage people to leave the group. Because all the grifters want to do is make a buck, get their content out, get visibility, and you've got Sather who gets so mad at Jasira, Nisira, gets mad at anything that is like that he thinks is weird or wrong, like medbeds. When again, this is a guy who literally did a documentary about ice Nazis and is obsessed with zero point technology. Um, he sold bleach. <laughs> oh, bleach, yeah, beers, you know, yeah, bleach. Yeah, he, he's the guy who gets super mad. He's like. This isn't uh, Clorox. It's like, yeah, it's a different chemical. That's a bleaching agent. <laughs> there's there's more than one chemical compound that creates a bleach. That's just because they're not using the direct from Clorox bottle bleach formula doesn't mean it's not bleach, buddy. But it, just that guy, just the idea that he believes in so much crank shit, and then he'll turn around and get mad at other people for promoting crank shit. It's like, man, I truly can't imagine someone worse for the job. But uh. Going back to what Haley said a second ago about like um, the uh, the energy stuff, um, say when that when the news broke that we had achieved um, positive output on fusion. Like I don't uh, I don't know. This is a kind of way too cheerful and mainstream news for the Adventures in Hell World podcast, but we're doing it anyways. We're giving you guys a little ray of sunshine here in an otherwise gloomy world. But uh, yeah, the U.S. Uh, Department of Energy came out and said we have achieved uh, a net positive amount of energy in a fusion reaction. So we fired lasers into this thing. To, into this fusion core to generate a fusion reaction. And the amount of energy we got out of the fusion reaction was more than the amount of energy we put in. We generated net positive results. And I've read a bunch of things that like scaling this is going to require it to be an even better result and this kind of stuff. And it's not commercially viable yet, but it's like, hey, fusion energy has been the holy grail for a long time because we know if we get it, it's no pollution. The byproduct of fusion is water. It is the, literally the ultimate dream. That's why uh, in the 1990s, those guys lied about cold fusion. Everyone was like, oh, shit, we did it. The world is saved. And it was like, no, nope, they were just full of shit. Cold fusion can't be done. It's like, fuck, I wanted the world to be saved. Why isn't the world saved? But so we have this historic moment where we've achieved positive output of fusion energy. And Jordan said there's like fucking deep state putting out this bullshit fucking fusion stuff. <laughs> they already have zero point technology that they just won't give us. And that's what they should be doing. Fucking fusion. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, really? Like this, this is, this is your reaction to like a historic achievement in science is to be like, nah, they're still hiding the good stuff. 
yo, come on, give us the med beds. Let's go. Let's let's get all the real stuff. It's like, oh my God, what a what a sad little whiny child Sather is. <laughs> and and it's just it's unbelievable that um like he's the guy that's gonna run this ship because again, who boy. He loves – he's, like, super confrontational. He loves going after people. Just just absolutely the wrong man for the job in every possible way. And uh, one last thing before I throw it back to Karma is uh, the other thing that was going on here is – so We The Media had, like, their sub stack and, like, their podcasts that are We The Media branded and all that kind of stuff. John Harold, uh, Patel Patriot, and the Devolution guy – I guess, well, because his devolution shit was making him a lot of money, he created a secondary uh, brand for these people called Badlands Media. And so there's like a kind of like a divide where you have We The Media brand and you have Badlands Media brand. And like Pepe Lives Matter is posting on Badlands and all these other guys are doing Badlands. So like while Sather is running quote-unquote, we the media, John is trying to create his rival brand of QAnon quackery, Badlands Media. So do you have any more stuff about that, Karma? Uh, not so much about the, the different, like the the two different um, groups that are running, but I know they all, so within the last few days, they've, Kate, Patel, um, there's been a few of them have all put statements out. Jordan hasn't put anything out yet, but they've all literally just been putting these statements out of, you know, explaining what's been happening. Kate saying that, you know, she's actually gone to law enforcement because it's such a bad thing and, you know, that they've accused her of and she won't, you know, be addressing it publicly. I saw um, I, I, the authority, he had the We The Media tattoo, and he went and tattooed it and crossed it out <laughs> to show them. <laughs> oh, you, uh, it, it, we'll have to try to, Karma, you'll have to send me that photo of his tattoo so that I can post it. So what he, he has like on his wrist, he has an aggressive We The Media tattoo. <laughs> and all he did was literally have like a weak little bit of red ink drawn X through it. To be like, oh, we the media, boo! Now you like them apples? We the media. I put a little X through your logo, and it's just like, man, this is this is why you don't get ink from a bunch of grifters because uh, probably something's going to go wrong at some point. And and this is the other thing that's like so funny about all of this is that Kate and all the people that are defending her have brought up that. This idea that she was living with a Mossad agent is pretty much ludicrous. Like the timelines don't map up, match; it doesn't work. But <laughs> this, like, basically, she had an address, and this other guy who is an Israeli who people think is Mossad, like he was either in the same apartment or in the area. But like, Kate and him never actually were in the same building at the same time, I don't believe. I could be totally wrong on my grifter uh, intelligence here. But the basic thing was is that this was the situation that led to her being called Mossad. And because Kate and John, I don't know if they're dating, but at the very least, like, they're, like, friends and they're, like, they're together. Like, 
so once the Mossad thing became a problem for Kate, then immediately it went on to John. And because um, because IET runs this group, he runs We the Media, and like it, it's his responsibility, then he became Mossad as well, which is hilarious because that dude is a open and proud anti-Semite, just super racist piece of shit. And like just the idea of like the most anti-Semitic guy, you know, being called the Mossad agent. It's just like chef's kiss. It's like, <laughs> really? It's like, Oh my God, you, you guys, you're adorable. So <laughs> they're like a bunch of children though, the way they act like spilling that, you know, taking the screenshots and posting them all over the place. And I did say today when I wake up that the authority posted that someone stole his uh, last night, and he's now blaming someone <laughs> within the, we, the media. What What did they steal from him? His car. Oh, his car. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> is, wow. We we we're we're all the way up to Grand Theft Auto now. Oh man, <laughs> this shit's Sick. getting serious. I love it. I love it. Couldn't happen to a nicer bunch of crooks. Now, uh, one last thing here. I don't know that I've really gone into devolution very much on the podcast, but devolution is literally the dumbest shit. And um, the authority, yo, authority, anyone else who wants to call devolution heresy now? I know, I know your boy poker. I'm not, I'm not welcome in your little kiddie pool. <laughs> I'm not friendly, but. The president of the United States is not allowed to just excise certain parts of the Constitution that displease him. I want to make that very clear. Either we are a constitutional republic, which you people love to, like, beat your chests about and be like, America, the Constitution, freedom, blah, blah, blah. Either we're that or we are a shadow dictatorship. There's there's only two options here. And devolution is literally shadow dictatorship shit. Because if you don't know what... Uh, dumb, dumb John said in devolution, he's like, now I don't think Trump suspended the entire constitution. I do think he suspended the, the count of the electoral vote of the 2020 presidential election, which uh, a, he cannot do. That is not something a president can do because any president would just do that and remain in power. And B, even if, even if you were to, you know, suspend the county of the electoral vote, that doesn't change the fact that in the Constitution it says that the president and vice president's term of office ends on uh, ends four years after they're sworn in, which is on one twenty, and then the year you were sworn in on. So even if Trump uh, got rid of the electoral college count and there was no actual winner of the twenty twenty presidential election, he and Mike Pence's terms of office would have ended at noon on January twentieth, two thousand twenty one, and Nancy Pelosi would have been acting president at that point because she would have been next in line of the uh, in the chain of succession. So even if you do devolution, it doesn't work. And then you have to be like, well, Trump suspended the part of the presidency where the term ends at that time. I'm like. So then he's just a dictator. He just literally installed himself as a dictator. And you're okay with that because you're a giant piss baby who doesn't actually care about democracy or the American Republic. You just want your orange daddy to rule forever. That, that's really all you want. And they'd be like, yeah, you got me. Well, it's fine. I love Trump. So, so I think that 
mostly covers the We the Media shit show. So let's uh, pivot to uh, Haley's Bailiwick here, which is the majestic state of Arizona. And um, so uh, the loser crew, uh, Fincham and Kerry Lake, uh, how are their lawsuits doing? They about to they about to overturn this thing? We about to have Governor Lake? Is that is that about Don't to happen? Forget- Jeff Fink, all right, he's part of the lawsuit too. He only lost by like seventy five percent. Rigged, rigged. I don't even know what he was running. I don't even know what he was running for, but sounds he good. He was just a uh, running for a uh, like a like a house seat, like a like a like a local house seat, like oh, st- Arizona state house seat. Yeah, he like got, he got ab- he got absolutely trucked, and he's like still like rigged bullshit. Yeah, I was like he got like twenty three percent or something. He's part of the Fincham lawsuit. He actually just got dropped today because Fincham probably realized, like, I probably shouldn't have included that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bro, even, even if we doubled your vote count, you still lose. Like, <laughs> why are you? You're, you're making me look bad. I can't have you on this on this lawsuit. So the what lawsuits is, are so, so long. They're like 80 plus pages each. Um. And it's just like every election conspiracy that like, you know, happened since the midterms, plus like people, a bunch of people claiming that they saw like long lines. There's like a ton of people who are like long lines got to overturn the election. Um, But tomorrow, actually today's Wednesday, December 14th, tomorrow, Thursday, December 15th, the judge will decide if they're going to throw the case out or not, <laughs> if it's dismissed. Yeah. Um, but if it isn't, and it does like get heard, then next week, I think on the 21st and 22nd is when the lakes versus Hobbs case will be heard. Supposedly the cyber ninja lawyer is helping carry. Of course he is. Oh, yeah. how, how could he not? Cause my God, that guy's funky. Yeah. <laughs> gotta gotta get in on the grift. I mean, gotta get in there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's a funky so, dude. He's, he's he doesn't wear. He didn't wear shoes during the audit. He was part of the audit, the Maricopa audit thing with the cyber oh, ninjas, yeah. obviously. And he was like yeah. walking around this the stadium that w- they had it in without shoes. <laughs> Did he have socks on, or was he just barefoot? Nope. He's just a barefoot dude. He's just a weird old guy. <laughs> <laughs> The barefoot lawyer. You 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 can't you can't pin me down with your like sensible <laughs> footwear and like public health. Fuck that. I'm getting barefoot my dirty lawyer. smelly feet. Yeah, I'm getting my dirty <laughs> smelly feet over everything. It's gonna be great. His name yeah, is Brian seen- Blem too. So barefoot lawyers the barefoot Brian Blem. <laughs> <laughs> triple B. Yeah, it's triple yeah. B. Yeah, Triple B in the house, <laughs> taking care of business. Going to get Carrie Lake in the governor's mansion like you read about. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, And like, um, yeah. what's her name? Wendy Rogers. You know Wendy Rogers, right? Oh, we, oh, we know well of Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> um, she actually got a promotion because she got reelected, obviously. Um, yep. She's going to be the chairman, uh, a chairman on the election committee here. Oh, that's and good. she keeps saying that Carrie's going to be governor, so we're going to have to deal with that bullshit for the next couple of years, probably. And I'm pretty sure we're going to get another Cyber Ninja audit. Just they're not the Cyber Ninjas anymore, so we'll see what yeah. happens. 
just so desperate. I mean, the thing that's so <laughs> weird about it, it just, it just like, it, it's like Arizona politicians are the weirdest people in America. Like, it's not even close because <laughs> you have this state that's trending blue. Cinema wins, then Biden wins, and Kelly wins, and Hobbs wins, and you just have all of this sort of well, this like like obviously the bleed in from California. Because if you look at a map of America, if you look at a political map of America, Arizona was like in this pincer movement of like Team Blue. Because you had the West Coast of California on the other side of it, then you had New Mexico and Colorado. Um, to the east of Arizona, and you have Nevada also like helping out. So, and, and Utah's in the area, but we all know Utah's Mormon stands, so they're they're not going anywhere. They're staying blood red. We also have the Navajo but, Nation, which is yeah. now getting a more powerful vote here, um, which is actually pretty significant. That's awesome. Like for but, uh, the Democrats, <laughs> right? Oh, obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a marginalized people turning to the Democrats, so weird. Yeah, I know. Usually the marginalized people are like, <laughs> you know who's got my back? The Republican Party. Yeah. <laughs> Party of Lincoln. I mean, they're, they're, the, they're the ones that look out for the little guy. They, they totally care about non-whites, those Republicans. But um, <laughs> but what I was going to say is like, so you have like this pincer movement of like all this blue around Arizona. So it was like kind of inevitable that it was going to start turning Democrat because people start fleeing California's high prices and like all that kind of stuff. And yet at the same time that you have this more blue state, you have Kristen Cinema losing her mind. Now she's an independent who probably will caucus with the Democrats if, if Mercury is in retrograde or not, or whatever moon batty bullshit is going on in her head. You have the Republicans nominating just outright election deniers and just total sociopaths. They're giving Wendy Rogers more pull in the state. <laughs> it's just like it's like the it's like the electorate is just moving to the left, just obviously aggressively moving to the left. And yet all the politicians in Arizona are like, move harder to the right, move to the right as quickly as humanly possible. Don't, don't let our new, the new citizens of our rapidly changing state actually have a say in their governance. We will spit in their eye across the board. Oh, you voted for a Democrat? Guess what? You get someone to the right of Joe Manchin, who now won't even be a Democrat. Oh, oh, you wanted to be a Republican? Guess what? You're you're not you don't get the vote for Republicans. You get the vote for Nazis. Like it's just, it's like, but but we're we're way more Arizona's more liberal. We we voted for fucking milk toast Joe Biden. Can can we get milk toast? Can, no, no, no milk toast for you. It's all hot and spicy right wing extremism across the board. It's like, fuck, really? So, yeah, I mean, it's like really funny that like Arizona, Arizona politics is like so aggressively divorced from like the Arizona voter. It's just really wild to me that like that's the situation where it's like it feels like you guys want like more Mark Kelly's who are just like, hi, I'm Mark Kelly. I was an astronaut. I'm a boring standard Democrat. Vote for me. And everyone's like, yes, we will do that. And then Mark Kelly's like, guess what? I'm the only boring Democrat you get in the entire fucking state. Well, Hobbs too, but that's it. You get two. Everybody else is just fucking doing dumb shit. <laughs> Kristen Cinema out of her mind. Every Republican totally batshit insane. You know who would be a sensible moderate in the Republican Party right now? Ron Watkins. Bring Ron back. <laughs> Come back, Ron. We don't know what we missed. Fuck. I mean, it's just, 
it is so wild what is going on in Arizona right now. I think our 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 GOP too is going to successfully bring Ron back to Twitter because our the AZ GOP here has been obsessed with the Twitter files, um, and like there's some local kind of stuff that they've been obsessing about, and it's like about who was removed from Twitter during like yeah January sixth and the aftermath of that. And they want everyone back, and it's like some of the people in that 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 stuff is Ron. <laughs> um, oh, thank God! Yeah, so I hope the uh, or I I don't really hope, but uh, yeah, the if the AZGOP keeps up this local Twitter file shit, they're gonna bring Ron back into <laughs> existence on oh, Twitter. I I live only for the the sizzle of Ron Ron Watkins and his blistering charisma to just just <laughs> wash over me like a waterfall. Oh God, just yeah, just knowing 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 that we have Ron uh, back in our lives to <laughs> uh, to let us know that our rights will be kept kept. <laughs> he has a, he has a, he's appealing his Twitter ban at least four or five times. Ooh. I hope they keep ignoring that. <laughs> well, uh, not, not with not with the new daddy in town. Not with the new daddy in town. Oh my god! Yeah, and like, um, you know, the the, the AZGOP people and like even Elon kind of complain. Uh, like the Twitter file complaint is kind of like, oh, people who were running for stuff were suppressed on Twitter during their election, and that does kind of include Ron because. He wasn't on Twitter when he ran because he was banned. <laughs> so Elon's well, kind of uh, advocating oh, well, for I mean, Ron. <laughs> well, uh, Elon let Laura Loomer back on, and she was probably the person that most got hurt by that because she was actually in kind of a close race yeah. in Florida. So I can see where if you wanted to like be a piece of shit and you wanted to get Laura Loomer elected, you'd be like, Hey, Laura Loomer got a raw deal. Let's uh, try to get her back on Twitter so she can be a terrible human being and like grow her brand. I just, it's like, um, it's really, it's really interesting to me in a lot of ways, the way that you have like, like the party apparatus in these states because you have um, Florida where the Democrats, um, Val Demings decides to try to run against Rubio. And so she shows it, it, it that, and that goes really badly for her. But when she does that, it opens up her seat. And so the, like the, Florida Democratic Party is like, hey, Maxwell Frost, you're this young guy, you're Generation Z, like, we want, like, you to run for Congress in this incredibly blue district so that, like, we can have this representation of a young person of color that can be, like, a face of, like, a new generation of Democrats, and that'd be awesome. And and I think everything I've seen of, of him on TV, he's awesome. He's going to do a great job. I really, I really think he's incredibly smart, which is what I want from people in my, in my Congress. I want people in, in politics that are smart and him being young and smart is awesome. So like, I'm all in favor of that. And like, that was like what the Florida democratic party did. Meanwhile, the Florida Republican party is like, yo, Laura Loomer, you got like smashed 
in a really blue district two years ago. How about you run in a really red district in a primary against some old incumbent and see if you can like unseat him and then you are guaranteed a ticket to Congress because that district is so red. So like on the one side, you have Democrats like working to put a young uh, Gen Z guy in office who's going to be awesome and try to like turn out the youth vote and encourage people to get engaged. And then on the other side, you have the Republican Party that's like barely, barely misses on getting like this um, raging, Islamophobic, racist, like performative outrage queen who like handcuffed herself to one door at Twitter's headquarters and has done all kinds of dumb right-wing stunts like that, hangs out with Alex Jones, called into Yee's show when he was on Alex. Like, she was just like at Cameron. Two... What'd you say? <laughs> she was just at a, a American Renaissance, Jared Taylor's conference. Oh, yeah. Neo-Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, like, those are your two political parties. You have, like, one side that's like, hey, let's have this young kid who's really smart be a congressman. On the other side, it's just like, let's let this lady who hangs out with Nazis and literally got banned from Lyft and Uber because she hates Muslims so much she couldn't shut up about it. Oh, darn, she barely lost a race to be in Congress. Sucks to suck, I guess. But it's like, man, man, American politics in the year of our Lord 2022. (laughs) <laughs> just absolutely rock solid. So, um, also, you know who might go up against Cinema for the re- in the Republican seat, the Republican side, the nom. I heard Lake was like being flouted, but then she wanted some nut job sheriff. Yeah, uh, Sheriff Mark name? Lamb. Lamb. Yeah. Yes. He was at the I pit. That is awesome. We're gonna have literal. We're gonna have true the vote shadow shadow campaign managers. For the other some... person who, oh sorry, what? Uh, but the other person who put in her name is Liz Harris, the 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 rogue canvas lady. Oh, if, from the Cyber Ninjas audit. Now I remember. Oh god. Yeah, she's Ooh, also pretty cute and She's like she's posted where we go when we go all and all that shit. Again, this is what I'm saying about Arizona. Is like you guys are just like give us boring Democrats, and may, we will even take a boring Republican. We really liked John McCain. Can we get some more of that? And the Republican Party's like, no, oh no, 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 no. You are getting pilled lunatics. Those are your only options: pilled nut jobs or Kristen Cinema. Like, <laughs> it's like what the fuck, Arizona? Come on, like, throw us a bone here. So. um yeah. It's going well. Yeah, it's going great. Uh, it's going so great, we're going to go straight into the headlines now. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. So we talked about Twitter for five minutes there, so it's time to, time to talk about the guy that runs Twitter. The giant fucking moron that poisons and ruins all of our lives. Yes, that's right. Elon Musk, that dumb piece of shit. So, yeah, Elon um, besides banning all the accounts that have to do with jets, including his jet, because he cares about free speech a lot. Uh, Elon has uh, also decided to uh, really uh, rustle all the jimmies of all the people that are in the QAnon world and conspiracy theories. Because after posting the, or after having his flunkies post all this Twitter file crap, he made a post that said, uh, follow, and then an emoji for a rabbit, which 
QAnon took as a dog whistle. And then from there, uh, we had this unbelievably just uh, like, like pulling my hair out discourse about what the white rabbit meant. And, 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 it, and we, we have to have this huge discussion. Is Elon pilled? Is Elon not? What does it mean? Is he QAnon or not? And it, it doesn't matter yet if Elon is pilled or not, because the White Rabbit is Alice in Wonderland. It's the Matrix. There's a lot of places you can get it from. What matters is that QAnon sees it as a reference to them because they think everything is a reference to them. They think the man on the television is talking to them because they're insane. And, th- and this is part of their psychosis. So Elon posting this shit just flat out bad. If you want to get into this giant argument about what it means vis-a-vis Elon, that's fine. Go nuts. Knock yourself out. But uh, it doesn't really matter what he meant by it. it. What matters is what people heard when they saw it. And what QAnon heard when they saw that was daddy Elon loves us and that he is now one of us. And I don't know uh, if Elon's going to get more into this shit or not, but it's not good. The stuff that he is doing at the moment is just aggressively bad. Um, And what a lot of this comes down to is the fact that our boy Elon is just uh, a needy little piss baby because he got in front of a crowd at a David Chappelle show and they booed him. They booed him very angrily for a long period of time. And then Elon went on Twitter and said, no, they didn't really boo me that much. They were like It was like 90% cheering and only 10% boos. I was beloved. And then he deleted that because he realized that that made him look really fucking weak. And then he came up with a new story that he, when I walked on stage, everyone was cheering me. But then the booing started because there was a fight that broke out in the crowd and people were just dropping bows on each other and it was going crazy. And that's what ruined the vibe. It wasn't me, like King Shithead, like storming on the stage of a Chappelle show. That wasn't the problem. No, it was, there was, it was the ruckus in the crowd that was the problem. So, um, Go go ahead. The floor is yours. Someone jump in. Anyone? I thought Karma was saying something. I thought I heard something. Yeah, me too. And then Karma was just laughing. <laughs> no, I, no. Well, um, I did find yesterday that has now emerged on Telegram that is called Elon Alerts, and they literally post every tweet every reply who is replying to you like yeah so they're tre- they're treating elon like he's q now so we're, we now have e drops well yesterday q elon was trending and they were posting all over calling him q elon yeah i can totally see that uh yeah and, it, and it's because the problem again is not so much Elon's dumb shit. The problem is, is that QAnon wants their daddy to always be there for them. And Trump, because Trump's not the president, he only shows up every so often. They need a daddy figure that's in the news 24 to seven to like, just to, to, to tussle their hair and pinch their cheeks. And, and Elon's giving the that libs. to them. 
Oh, oh got to own the libs. Got to yeah. own the libs. I, that's that's what this is all about. You got to make the libs really sad and you got to make QAnon feel really happy. And that's really all this comes down to. And Elon's doing that for them. He's making them feel better about themselves. And I saw Julian's rum uh, say that the uh, the Twitter files are Q drops for normies. And they just, it's really, it's really funny how much these people overvalue Twitter and its ability to impact culture. They're just like, oh, now that Elon's got control of Twitter, he's going to like just like turn it all around. He's going to peel everybody. He's going to show everybody the truth. And like, like they're not going to be able to stop it. The great awakening is going to happen. And it's like, you guys do remember that your hero was literally the fucking president of the United States. Like that guy, like the presidency is so much more powerful than Twitter. It's like not even in the realm of reality. You can't even talk about that. Those two things, they don't relate. I mean, people know Elon Musk, and they might know that he bought Twitter, but it's there's something like maybe a quarter of Americans use Twitter, and most people who use Twitter use it for like 10 minutes a day. Literally like, nobody knows about the internal drama on tr- Twitter except for freaks like us. Right, <laughs> exactly. The, the, the Twitter files have no impact on anything. They don't matter at all, literally at all. Like literally so, ask any random person on the street if they know who Barry Weiss is or what the right. fuck the Twitter files are. <laughs> you just 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 walk up to your walk up to like a friend of yours who you know isn't like internet poisoned and just be like, hey man, Matt Talabibi, he's really breaking some new ground here, huh? And and they will look at you like you have six heads. They'll be like, Who? <laughs> what? And, I can't and think of a single friend who would care. <laughs> Oh, God, no. God, no. I mean, you are just, you are, like, the thing is, is that people on Truth Social and Gab and those kinds of things, on some level, they understand that I'm in an echo chamber. Like, this this right-wing knockoff of Twitter is an echo chamber that's promoting my bullshit back at me. And that's, that's the world I'm living in. What you don't understand is that Twitter is still an echo chamber. Like as big as Twitter is, it's still not big enough where you're actually getting like divergent opinions and actual commentary on the world because you can still silo yourself very effectively inside of Twitter if you want to. You can curate it to avoid dissenting opinions. Like I follow some like famous poker people on Twitter and they linked to a bunch of clowns. And then I was like, well, oh, I'm just going to unfollow those poker people because uh, I don't need to be listening to the co-host of a podcast with, Bo- with Bobby Barnes talking to me about free speech. It's like, oh, yeah, you're the great job Barnes guy. He's going to hook me up with the, the insider intel. It's going to make the world a better place. <laughs> so it's just it's just like that. It's just that. No, but this, the Twitter files, all the shit Elon's doing right now, none of it's going to move the needle for you, QAnon. None of it's going to change the world. You're not going to save the day with this shit. I promise you. It it has no impact on anybody. The only shit that's going to have an impact on anybody is the fact that, uh, like, Elon has stopped paying rent for Twitter's offices in San Francisco. So that lawsuit's coming. Um, 
they just released a new thing about how you have to agree to aggressive personalized ads to keep using Twitter, which and have your location a- on. Yeah, Did you, you, you yeah, that? yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, all of it. You have to. Uh, like, and uh, that will probably get them kicked off the Apple store. It may get Twitter banned in Europe, uh, also banned in California. There's a bunch of other states that have laws going into effect this in 2023 that make this sort of you know, fucking data mining of, of people using your fucking platform illegal. So, like, like he is just, Elon's, like, speed running, like, getting this uh, platform destroyed as quickly as possible. I mean, we as, like, normies who want to see Elon step on a rake as quickly as possible, we were all hoping to just turn Twitter on one day and boom, the fail whale. Just boom. There's the fail whale. It's over. Elon broke it. But it, it more than likely what's actually going to happen is he is going to either uh, regulate himself into oblivion or just not generate enough revenue because it's impossible to generate revenue of Twitter the way he needs to. So he's either going to go broke or get Twitter kicked out of like so many markets that he has to go broke. But either way, like he's fighting a three front war between regulation, monetization and the technology itself. And one of those fronts is going to uh, win. He is not going to be able to hold all those uh, wolves uh, out uh, at the door. And uh, Tesla stock, if you're wondering, is now at a uh, svelte $156 a share, which, if you were wondering, literally at the start of the year, it was almost $400 a share. So it has lost more than half its value over the last 12 months. So uh, bang up job, Elon, just straight crushing it, owning the libs. He paid $44 billion to own the libs and countless tens of billions of dollars more in Tesla stock value to just, just to be the main character of Twitter. That's what he's like. He's paying $70 billion to be the main character of Twitter and to be like, my, my pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Ooh, how you like that libs? Ooh, man, I paid, I paid $7 billion to say that. Just like, bam. Yeah. I'm Owning lives, totally worth it. It's just like, oh my god, just yeah. I, I, I like seeing him simping and Andy knows um, mentions. That's definitely fun to see. Seeing Elon begging Andy no and Cat Turd and Cernovich and Posipic, just being the saddest little kid in the clubhouse, begging for attention from absolute losers. Absolute. <laughs> losers it's like it's like oh my god like you like you would think that like if you did all this shit you would at least be like going after like popular people famous people established people you wouldn't be on twitter being like hey cat turd give me a bro fist and cat turd's (laughs) like you got it elon boom cat turd seal of approval for elon musk I mean, like it's like, man, you, that, that's that's where you're going. You 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 paid forty four billion dollars so Catrick could tell you you're cool. I mean, who boy, that is that is some sad shit. You are a sad human being that that's where your life took you. 
just oh my god just um, the the guy just can't get over the fact that uh, his daughter's trans and she hates him uh his his latest baby mama left him for a trans woman just i think like 90 percent of his family hates him <laughs> I, I don't he's probably like paul Gosert, where his whole family would make a campaign ad against him being like <laughs> paul paul's my brother he fucking sucks please don't vote <laughs> she for blows. him he blows he's the absolute worst and also he's uh probably kind of racist died. He's incredibly racist. <laughs> racist? He's, he's probably dying of some horrible disease. If you've ever looked at him in the past year or so, he should. Same with retire. Elon. If you've looked at him, he's kind of, he looks like he's dying of some disease. <laughs> I I don't know that Elon's dying of a disease. I think. More <laughs> I'm just one kidding. No, 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 no. I think, uh, I think um, I think Elon's more about that Colombian marching powder uh, is what is is his issue. So uh, don't think he's got a disease. But uh, yeah. So um, from one narcissist billionaire who needs attention to now no longer a billionaire narcissist, our boy Yi and his dumb shit uh, has led to more fallout uh, because after the Alex Jones interview, we had to have more grifter pissing contests because Nick Fuentes and Alex had the whine about each other. And now like the Ye interview didn't go the way either one of them really wanted it to. And blah, blah, blah. And goes out. Sneakos out. Oh yeah. Ali Alexander <laughs> in just, God, just, the I campaign just, is crumbling. <laughs> the campaign. <laughs> The campaign. <laughs> the campaign. I know. <laughs> very the, serious. The thing I, yeah, the very serious. The thing. The, the thing is, he is the only person in the room who doesn't understand what's actually going on when it comes to his campaign because he just thinks that like he's just going to do this. That he's just going to win the presidency because he's just so like trapped inside his own head that he can't understand that what he's doing is unappealing to literally everybody and that he has no constituents like Donald the Grapers. Trump, yeah. The, the Grapers. I don't think they can no, vote yet though. <laughs> uh, probably not. Probably not. But yeah, the Grapers, that's it. I mean, he doesn't have actual uh, a voting base. He doesn't have people that actually think that he should be a president, but he's just like sitting there like, I remember um, Alex at one point in the interview was like, if you become president and he was like, when, when I become president. And it was just like, like that man is as serious about his pending election as he is his love of Hitler. Like those two things are non-negotiable. He is going to win the presidency and he loves himself some Hitler. Like there was a photo of him. There was a photo of him when he, during the 2020 election, when the results were coming in and he was watching the results come in and like, obviously he lost and he looked so fucking sad. And it's like, damn, this bro really did think he was gonna, he was gonna like win, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just so wild that you can just get to that kind of place that like you can, be successful, then surround yourself with yes men and ass kissers to the point where you're like, you know what I want to do? 
I want to promote open anti-Semitism and run for president. And I think this is going to work out in such a way that I will be elected the president of the United States. And you have enough people around you that are getting your money that are like, yeah, it's going to work. You got this, bro. You got this. Ye. You're, you're going to be president on your uh, campaign platform of aggressive anti-Semitism. Just just going to you're, you're going to sweep Super Tuesday. They're never going to see it coming. It's going to be like, oh, shit. He just clinched a Republican nomination here because that's a thing that could ever happen. So I think that that's, um, it's very, it's just really sad that this is a thing that we have where uh, rich lunatics can just do this kind of thing and own Twitter or uh, dominate uh, social media conversations for long periods of time while being terrible monsters. So it's just like, fuck. I mean, like, hey, let's let's you know, I don't know, try some other form of uh, like society where we don't reward people who lose their minds, but they're rich, so they're allowed to lose their minds, and we can't stop them. It's just like, no, this is this is not good. This is not good. Oh, socialism, save us, save us from Elon and Yi. But don't think it's going to happen. Don't think we're going to get the uh, salvation I yearn for from either of those. No. <laughs> it's going to get and, better. Uh, I think it will get better. I do think that, uh, I mean, one again, day. one day, yeah. But I, I just think that, like, the results of these midterms were very refreshing. Republicans uh, lost pretty decisively. And as a result, um and Gen Z showed up to vote, which, I mean, it's just, I, the way I kind of look at American politics at this moment is kind of like the end of World War One, where the Germans are closing in on Paris, they're almost there, and then the Americans show up, and then the Germans are like, fuck! And it's just like, that's basically where we are, where it's like, now we just have this like fresh supply of new voters that are pouring into the front lines from Generation Z. And the Republican voters are boomers, and they're going the other way. They won't be voting much any longer uh, because in in America and as civilization, progress is measured one funeral at a time, and um, <laughs> that is that's uh, just the way this is going. And like just catering to old angry white people loses inevitably it's just it's diminishing returns it's why you have people like nick fuentes like doing podcasts where like yeah after we win the next election we need to stop having elections just just no more elections because they're bad and wrong we it's because he knows he's like we need to steal one more election and then after that we need to call them off because we're never we're not going to win we are not going to win in the long run the Democrats have won the popular vote in six out of the last seven presidential elections. The only one they lost was John Kerry versus incumbent 9-11 president guy. And even that could have gone the other way with 50,000 votes in Ohio. So it's like the Republicans have been literally like hanging on by their fingernails at the edge of the cliff for the last like 20 odd years. And it's not going to get any better for them. It's not like their policies are improving in any way, shape or form. And I mean, it in, and the one thing they wanted, the Supreme Court, is just going to keep reminding people how fucking terrible they are. It's like we just signed the, the law, the Respective Marriage Act into law, and it's like 
what happens if the Supreme Court strikes down gay marriage? It's just, hey, guess what? This is the one Republican thing that still exists, and it's just going to do shitty Republican things until Alito and Thomas die. So how do you like them apples? And it's like, okay, great. Just keep keep remind keep reminding us how bad you are. So we'll keep remembering to vote against you. Like just just keep just keep poking us. Just keep poking us with your bullshit. Cause that's really how Republicans win is the, the public goes to sleep. Cause it's like, ah, everything's going great. Al Gore's kind of slimy. George Bush seems like a nice enough guy, even though he's dumber than a brick. Ah, let's give W a try. How bad could it be? Smash cut to eight years later. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then we did it again in 2016. It was like, ah, Hillary's a liar. She's corrupt. She's grasping for power. How bad could it be to let the reality television billionaire be president? What harm could it do? And then four years later, we're like, fuck. Oh, no. So I just, it's just like, like you just have the Supreme Court just, just poking us to remind us, nope. You still can't vote Republican. Bam, bam. Oh, you were thinking of voting Republican? Guess what? We're taking away gay rights. Bam, bam. Oh, you said you want to vote Republican? We're going to ban interracial marriage. Bam, bam. How do you like that? Uh, we're going to, we might uh, subscribe to something called the independent legislature theory, which would, would allow you to not have democracy anymore. How do you like them apples? Bam, bam. I mean, so it's just the fact that the Republicans are working so hard to keep Democratic voters motivated and encouraged to vote against them, I think is uh, very helpful to us. So please keep being shit, Republicans. Keep reminding us that you're shit constantly. Everly. I mean, we literally elected the bag of vanilla Katie Hobbs to the governorship of Arizona because <laughs> your candidate was so terrible. Katie, like, I, I've seen so many people in QAnon be like, Katie Hobbs hid in her basement while Carrie Lake was holding all these rallies. I was like, yeah, that was the plan. It was like, the Democrats were like, here, here's what's going to be your governor if you don't vote the other way, assholes. Here's your here's your governor. But you can vote. You can you can fill in the other oval next to that one and you don't get her. What do I get? You get not her. And the, <laughs> the Arizona public was like, not her sounds good. I will vote not her. <laughs> they, they literally just put Carrie Lake on the ballot and Carrie Lake lost to herself. That was who beat her. And uh, I Mules. get me and Mules. And <laughs> I can't wait for the 2022 sequel, 4,000 Mules. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. It's going to be Arizona edition. You can already tell. Oh, oh God. So <laughs> oh, yeah. So. I'm excited. There's going to be at least six more absolute truths. We're going to get 4,000 Mules. Oh my God! Did you know? I didn't even mention it during my bit, but because okay, so Carrie and Fincham actually had a lawsuit thrown out not that long ago um, for something else. It was they were trying to get the machines over, like just overturned before the election, and yeah. it's Lindell that is funding their shit. Mike Lindell, oh, God. yeah, because they had to pay like fines for having like a erroneous case and mike lindell had to pay all their fines so i think if we get them to keep filing fake and bullshit cases we can drain mike lindell's funds <laughs> that's my plan you mean rnc party chair mike lindell <laughs> oh my god yes carrie's also pushing for that <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> take take that, uh, Rana, Rana Romney, uh, who can't use your my last name. My RNC. <laughs> god oh my god it took me a moment to get that and then when it did it just hit me like a brick I was like, oh my god so uh and of course finishing off our uh billionaire narcissist uh lottery is our boy donald trump um he um had now this is a headline we've used a few times before on hell world and uh we're probably going to use it a few more times in the future but uh have you heard the latest donald trump lost in court so, what? Uh, <laughs> no, really? <laughs> yeah, so Donald Trump lost in court again. Our boy Donald. Um, the 11th uh, District Court overturned Judge Cannon, the uh, literal like QAnon, Federalist Society, uh, absolute lawless hack who was just like, I'm going to appoint a special master. I'm going to do all this weird shit. I have no legal authority to do any of this, but fuck you, I'm doing it anyways. Uh, yeah, the 11th Circuit Court was just like, everything she did was wrong. Uh, we overturned everything she did, and she um, proceeded to hand down the ruling that the 11th Court has told, has told me that I'm an idiot, and I have to accept that, and therefore everything I did is now null and void. So the special master is gone and all that fun stuff is over. And um, now all those documents are back in the DOJ's hands to give to uh, grand juries for all the fun and frivolity that that might entail. Um, On the heels of this uh, today, almost breaking news, um, Donald Trump declared that we need a superhero and he has a major announcement tomorrow. And this was all um, punctuated by a, a video of Donald Trump with a Chinese soldier's 10-pack abs ripping off his shirt a la Superman, <laughs> but, with a, but with a T on his chest instead of the Superman S. And uh, he was shooting lasers out of his eyes in weird opposite directions. It looks like, like there's usually- four eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like it's so badly edited. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh and I've seen all kinds of things about what this is about. Some people are saying that it's going to be a reboot of his running for he's going to do a reannouncement of his 2024 campaign. Um some people have said he's going to actually declare for speaker of the house. That's what Fashion's hoping for. Yeah, I think it's just going to be literally what he said. I think it's just going to be a comic book where he's the hero. I, I, I mean, I think it's just going to be uh, the plot against the king, but this time in comic- Cash Patel. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be Cash Patel just doing a dumb, griftery uh, like comic instead of a children's book. They're coming out with a live it's- action version. Oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have Mega Man save America. That's going to be like his uh, battle cry. Like, make America great again. It's, that's going to turn like mild mannered Donald Trump into MAGA man. It's going to be like Shazam. It's going to be like that kind <laughs> of transformation. It's going to be great. Um, the one quick thing I wanted to touch upon about the whole Speaker of the House thing is that um, Republicans will not put Donald Trump in the position of Speaker of the House because he does not want the job in the sense that he doesn't want to actually do the work. And the last thing Donald Trump could ever do in his life is sit at a State of the Union behind Joe Biden 
while President Biden is giving the speech and Trump has to sit there and be miserable for an hour while Biden's talking. But uh, the other reason why they can't do it is because if they made Trump Speaker of the House, he would spend like a couple days being like, hey, you know, if uh, we impeached Harris and Biden, I'd be president again. That'd be great. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. And after like a few days when he realized that they were not going to be impeached and removed and he wasn't going to be reinstalled as president, Trump would just start calling for Second Amendment solutions to restore him to the presidency. He would just start openly calling for Harris and Biden to be assassinated. He might not say it directly, but it would just be like Hillary Clinton. He'd be like when he was campaigning in 2016, being like, hey, if she gets some more judges in there, it's all over. Unless you Second Amendment people do something about it. So, I mean, he's, he's he would make it very clear that he would like to be president again very soon. And um, you all know how that gets done. You all know how that gets taken care of. So um, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. If you want President Trump, do what needs to be done. And other Republicans would be like, I, I don't know what he's talking about. I didn't see that. I, they're just going to put their head down, just walk away from the CNN reporters, just pretend that the leader of their party isn't calling for the murder of everyone above him in the chain of succession. Because absolutely Trump is just a amoral sociopath who wants power and doesn't really care how, who it hurts. I mean, yeah. Uh, and last but not least about our boy uh, Trump is uh, his new nemesis, our new hero on the left, Jack Smith, um, old Bo- old Bob Stevenson, old Gray Thompson, whatever. God, the most boring name in the world. Um, he has uh, subpoenaed um, Nevada, New Mexico, and Georgia officials for records related to the 2020 campaign. Which is, uh, people believe this is probably getting into the whole stolen uh, phony electors uh, attempt to steal the election, where all these different states were like, hey, we know you got some electors from this state already, but if you want some different electors, some electors who are going to make America great again, if you catch my drift, eh, eh. Because Republicans are incredibly subtle. Um, yeah, it says Wisconsin, Michigan, and Arizona too, because we had the phony elector thing here, and it was like Kelly Ward, who's the AZ GOP chairwoman, <laughs> and her husband. <laughs> her husband That's- got in on the action, which I thought was interesting. Um, <laughs> Honey, don't commit treason without me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the whole family's committing treason today. Um, <laughs> And then, like a bunch of the Tipusa guys, they were involved. A couple of our representatives, so yeah, we're we're part of that too. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Just can't can't go any better. So uh, yes, uh, Jack, you'll notice weirdly that like besides like a few fringy lefties, uh, Jack Smith is not getting uh, his head superimposed over a Terminator body or any of this other <laughs> stuff because uh, Smith is coming is not anywhere near what Durham is coming is like. So it's just like, Oh my God. Um, yeah. So good on you, Jack Smith. Here's the hoping for all the best and, uh, get those text messages. I want to read. Yes. Yes, (laughs) please do. So, uh, having said all that, let's dip into the mailbag. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and a, 
so uh, Sub-Zero Shirt Art says, I don't think it's been covered on the pod at length yet, but what is the Digest version of the We the Media implosion? I'm still not caught up on the latest episode of this show. <laughs> uh, well, we covered it today, so I wish I had seen that question before I read it. So Just, just uh, rewind. Let's... Yep, just rewind, play it back. <laughs> uh, and basically, it's just kind of, uh, it's just grifters mapping out territory for their grifts. It's basically all that's going on right now. What? Um, oh, it's so weird. <laughs> Grifter's trying to make a puck oh, in my America, in my right wing, in in my right wing <laughs> politics. Uh, uh. Cleodora Silvestri, uh, Hellward's Grin Inquisitor, asks: Now that Elon has become QAnon, how long until he challenges Ron Watts for a money throwing fight for the coveted position of Q Prime? Um, one thing is really interesting here is a lot of people were talking about this in my... Because I, I, I posted a thread about, like, when Elon does get fully pilled, uh, what QAnon media is he going to uh, start posting? Like, Out of Shadows, Fall Cabal. And some people said that Elon will commission his own QAnon um, media. And to that, I say, if you do this, Elon, hire me. Because if you don't, <laughs> you're going to fuck it up and it is not going to work for you. Um, I, I, I work cheap for the low price of $5 million, which is like one one hundredth of what you bought Twitter for. I will give you the uh, knowledge that will allow you to properly present yourself as the champion of QAnon and the ultimate heel and the ultimate hero of America and uh, if you don't, you will get taken in by grifters like Nick Fuentes and other scumbags, and you will uh, give them money and receive nothing in return for your on your investment. You will be robbed blind. So hire Mike. Uh, come hire me. Uh, <laughs> I I have I have no morals. And no scribbles. <laughs> yep, I am the propaganda arm for Elon. I will take care of you, Elon. <laughs> Uh, it's what I've always wanted to do is just aggressively sell out and make you the leader of QAnon because I can do that. I, I, I got that in me. So uh, anyone in Elon's inner circle who understands what's going on, slide into my DMs, bing, bang, boom, get this taken care of, and we will have a beautiful video. We will do the updated version of Q, the plan to save the world. But in this version, it's Elon saving the world. And uh, all his uh, and all the, the QAnon people that love Elon will love him even more now. So um, I'm in. Yep. Uh, Snorlax CPAP asks, who is Q, QLon's VP uh, pick when he runs for president? Carrie and Lake. Then, uh, yeah, <laughs> well, the problem. It's it's absolutely Carrie. Carrie Lake's the the obvious perfect pick for vice president, but I think <laughs> that uh, he's talking about um, Elon running for president. Which, thankfully, I, I, I understand. I understand the idea, but he can't do it. And I, nope, and the thing I'm is, like, so I, glad. It, what's really it's funny is, I, oh yeah, absolutely. But like, I, it's so funny. I've actually heard people like. I've seen people say, Elon's going to run for president. And then I've been like, you know, he can't. And they're like, who's going to stop him? I'm like, the Constitution and like the Republicans and everyone. Amend for Elon. Right. Oh, I actually, I actually, someone showed me the bumper sticker. Someone showed me an <laughs> amend for Elon bumper sticker. It was great. I think it was Dapper Gander. Dapper Gander actually showed me that. 
<laughs> and it's like, oh my god, oh my god. But yeah, but that's the thing. Well, you would have to amend the Constitution. Like this isn't even a uh, this isn't even an argument. Like he is not a natural born citizen. This isn't even a birther thing. It's just a true thing. So no yeah. Elon, Elon, no Peter Thiel. Get the fuck out. Yep. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> You'll have to settle um, for ruling us as billionaires. Yep, you'll just have to buy social media platforms and just use your immense wealth in, in a terribly um, illicit fashion this way, not that way. But if he did have uh, a VP, who would it be, Mike? Um, Cat turd? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Phil. I mean, Phil, Phil ticks all the boxes, right? When you missed, helps you carry Florida... I think it's his so. name is Captured. Oh. <laughs> his, his name is Captured, exactly. I mean, <laughs> uh, oh, oh my God. It, the, oh, it writes itself. But Musk Turd 2024. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, make those stickers. Oh, my God. We got we to gotta, we gotta make those stickers. Oh, they're perfect. Oh, my God. That is the that is the actual first uh, that is the actual first bit of Hellworld merchandise that we're actually making. We're going to make Musk Turd 24 stickers. <laughs> Because that's 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 what America needs. We need uh, we need Elon and Elon's uh, fluffer Phil from Florida <laughs> there to uh, take care of him. Oh my God! Um, and as for the Muppets Christmas or Die Hard, um, this all comes down to the whole argument about Die Hard being a Christmas movie or not. I mean, this is like one of those is a hot dog a sandwich kind of thing because. Muppets Christmas is a Christmas movie. It has Christmas in it directly. Whereas Die Hard is merely an action movie set during Christmas. So, uh, I But in the be... American spirit, it is a Christmas movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will... I would argue I, it's one of the most American Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> Just, that, that, I, that's what I, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Strong takes on Die Hard being a Christmas movie, or not. <laughs> just being like, you, you know, I really don't know about like I don't know uh, Blake Masters being a part of the Republican Party or not, but Die Hard, <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Hill to fucking die on. <laughs> so that's that's where we're at. That's what we need. Uh, so Karma, yeah, what's your I, Christmas movie? I'm like the Grinch at Christmas. Okay. That's me. I was raised Jehovah's Witness, so I don't care about Christmas. <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things that it's just like, yeah, hurry up and get over it with. Can't stand it. Oh, I So you, you and Martin Geddes were both grew up Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, man. You have Unfortunately. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm an apostate. <laughs> yeah, ah, that's a great term. I love apostate. Yeah, J-dubs J- have the best terms for, like, you know, pagans and people who fell away. They're yeah. like, get out of here, apostate. You're, you're not a suppressive person? Um, No, no. <laughs> we got different words. I love suppressive person. <laughs> yeah, that one sounds brutal. Yes. And uh, finally, Amanda Scatlin asks... Why is Musk tweeting "Follow the White Rabbit"? It seems QAnon accounts are still being banned. Um, we went over this a little bit, but I think again, I just think that he's uh, he doesn't have any idea what he's doing. Is really what this comes down to. He's not very careful with what he's posting, and he has inflamed a lot of people. So 
I don't really. I think he kind of likes trolling too. He, he, oh, he does. He loves getting people riled up. And there's and, and the thing is, is you rile up QAnon with this shit, and then you rile up the people who follow QAnon and understand what QAnon is, and those people are like, God damn it, Elon, don't do this. And he just... And then he laughs at just, you. Right. And then, yeah, he's, yeah. Just, a, he's, just, a pig, he's just a pig in shit being like, oh, are you mad that I trolled QAnon by making them think I'm a part of them? Ooh, cry more, Lib. Yeah, yeah. So it's LOL. LOL. <laughs> What do, you, what do I think about QAnon? Lol. Just, just, yeah. oh God. The, the most unserious piss baby of a human being. Just absolutely the worst. And uh, that brings us to our question in numerous, uh, which is what are you looking forward to? Holidays. Um, oh, yeah, of course. You, you, they, they let you have, your, your police uh, masters let you have uh, Christmas in Australia now? Yes, I get I get holidays and yes, not that I'm going anywhere or anything, but a nice break from work would be nice. Hey, it's, it's staycation, baby. Let's do this. Yeah, drink some cocoa yep. or eggnog, whatever you're in there. Yep, have uh, have a koala bear fall out of a tree. Oh. <laughs> well, we've. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen. Did you did you see? We just had a shooting over in Australia. Ah, uh, no, I did not hear about that. Uh, six like people. Six people died. Uh, two were police officers. Um, it was three people that at least one of them is known to be a conspiracy theorist who fell down a rabbit hole. Um, and they basically called the police to the property and basically just started shooting. They, so they, they, they ambushed the cops? Yeah. Whoa. That is super terrifying, and also, man, uh, karma uh, taking taking the. What are you looking forward to? Question to a real dark <laughs> place there. <laughs> okay, uh, hey karma, I have a question for the holidays. Is it is it is it warm over there right now? Well, it should be. Um, and well, um, at the moment we've been having a lot of rain, but I did look at the weather yesterday, and it looks like it's going to be nice for you know the next. I don't know, say 10, 15 days, but at the same time, it's Melbourne and our weather's just where I am. It's like one day it's you get 30 degrees, which is really hot, and oh. the next day it is pouring rain. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, you crazy Celsius-based monsters. <laughs> so uh, what are you looking forward to, Haley? <laughs> Well, I'm not like looking forward to it, but America Fest is this week. Is this next week? I have to. I'm going to that. It's coming back to town. Uh, is that like a right wing lunatic shit thing? It's like a right wing four day conference. Last year, Kyle Rittenhouse was the headliner. It's like for teenagers, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it's like the whole news lineup. Harry Lake will be there. Uh, uh, what's his fuck? Rittenhouse will be back. Um. There, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy John. Mr. Jimmy John. You know the sandwich guy. Subs. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Sandwich. He's a speaker. Mr. He was a speaker last year. Oh, so Jimmy John's is pilled. I need to not go there anymore. God damn it! Okay. But it has free smells. Oh, Jimmy John. <laughs> free smells. <laughs> that ooh, that, that, that does not sound great. That's I, what I the don't sign know. That- says. Oh my god! I, 
Ay, Dios mío. I, I, I don't want free smells. I do not want, no, no. Abort, abort. Free smells. Holy shit. Wow, that is... That All is their no neon bueno. signs at the restaurant always say free smells. I'm going to take a picture because I live near one. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, my God. That's right. Oh, Look at every boy. Jimmy John you pass. It says free smells. It's like a neon sign. <laughs> well, anyway, he's going to be at America Fest. Oh, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I love- I'm not really looking nothing- forward to it, but it's a thing, you know? Right. Nothing Nothing says America more than professional murderer Kyle Rittenhouse. I, just, <laughs> I love the idea that, like, what are you famous for? Killing people? Oh. Murder. Great. I just murdered people. I I went to an event with a gun, started shit with people, killed them, but because America's self-defense laws are a fucking shit show, I managed to claim self-defense and get away with it. So it was great. Yeah, he doesn't like it when you use the word murder, okay? <laughs> yep, fuck him. He's a murderer. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I would, I'll, I'll gladly get thrown out of America fast wearing my yeah. written house a murderer shirt because that's what he is. He's a murderer. He killed two murder. people. Tried to, a tried to kill a third person and failed. So yeah, so uh, fuck yeah. murder boy. I mean, it's murder like, boy. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's Trump's announcement that like he, the superhero Trump man has Kyle Rittenhouse as his sidekick, murder boy. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh, I hope so. That'd be wonderful. So uh, here's the hoping. Here's the hoping all that happens. Uh, I am looking forward to uh, the fact that this is the first weekend where the NFL is like, oh, college college isn't playing football anymore. Fuck it, we're taking the whole weekend. So it's just nonstop sports ball all weekend. So even though a lot of the games don't look like they're going to be that good, just being able to turn on the old television and just. Football, 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 everywhere. Uh, I, I made I made the fancy football playoffs in one of the, one of my two leagues, so I get to sweat all that out. So get to have all that enjoyment going on. So here's to hoping that uh, I don't lose too much money gambling on all that shit, and uh, that I win my fantasy semifinal that none of you care about. Much as the outside world doesn't care about the Twitter files, none of you care about my fantasy team. Sorry for sorry for putting you through these thirty seconds of torture. <laughs> so, um, Argentina. Yes. Oh God. Ar- yep. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> Argentina versus France. Will Messi get his World Cup? That is the. Uh, or will France repeat? I know my talking points. I could be a talking hit on ESPN talking about soccer. It'd be great. I'm totally <clears throat> knowledgeable. I'm as knowledgeable as any other American on in, in this godforsaken soccer hating country. <laughs> like that that's the one thing I've always wanted is for the American men to win the World Cup just so that the rest of the world could be like, what the fuck? You guys don't give a shit about this. It'd be like, it'd be like the greatest thing in the world to like the Americans like beat it would be great. Like if, if the three rounds in a row, they like, beat Brazil, France, and like England, just these nations that live and die for soccer. And then the, just the shitty, miserable Americans who couldn't even be bothered to roll out of bed for this shit. We just <laughs> win their title. And we're like, Oh, nice dumb sport. The rest of the world has too bad. We're the best at it. And it'd just be like, Oh, it'd be so great. I mean, and, 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 hey, yeah, it's like, Hey, rest of the world, <laughs> 
guess what? Uh, get on, get on America's level when it comes to equality and women's athletics. Cause we own your stupid sport with the women. We just own it. Like we're the champs. We're the champs always at that shit. And it's ridiculous because we still don't care. I mean, we, we pretend we, uh, we pretend we care and QAnon gets very mad at our women's soccer team because they're a bunch of liberals and some, of, and, and some of them are also lesbians, which makes QAnon very sad. But yeah, uh, yeah, we already we already got you guys absolutely notched on the ladies' side of soccer. So uh, eventually, maybe in the next hundred or so years, American men will stop being absolute punching bags, and the rest of the world can get used to just being second class shit at soccer. And that America is truly the greatest at a sport we don't care about. It'd be so good. So, uh, having said all of that, I will now, uh, in in L's place, steer this ship of ours out of a majestic hell world. Uh, thank you all for listening. And thanks to Haley and karma for, um, joining, joining me today. Uh, so Haley can be found at RWW uh, underscore AZ for Arizona right wing watch or the, I reversed that. Is it AZ underscore it's R-W-W? AZ underscore RWW on Twitter, but in the interest of moving from Twitter, I'm also on Mastodon now and, and post dot news all right so yep. you can find me <laughs> yep and uh karma is karma 2021 or 2022 is that 2022. is that 2022 yes so uh that's where and she are you have you have you created any exit points off of twitter or is that just where you are for now karma i have i've created them but i haven't actually posted anything on them because yeah i think i'll just stay at twitter until it's either dead or whatever else happens. Yeah. Fair. I'm kind of on the same front. Uh, I, you can find me on post at poker politics, the same as Twitter. I haven't posted anything on one post yet. Just wanted to have an escape hatch available to me for when the day comes that I need to flee the veil of tears. That is Twitter. So uh, if you like what you are hearing and you wish to support the show, give us a five-star review, do all that fun stuff to game the algorithm so that we can rise up the ranks of all the various charts that exist on uh, podcasting social media platforms. If you do enjoy the show and you want to give us some money, go to uh, patreon.com slash poker And for $5 more a month, you can unlock all the bonus content that we've created, which includes uh, recaps of Fall of Cabal, uh, what we do out of uh, what we do out of shadows, which makes fun of the out of shadows movie, which Liz Crokin is desperately trying to pump life back into the Balencia scandal has got her all kinds of jazzed up that maybe she can make pizza going pizza gate two a thing. And, um, I talk a lot about the, the John F. Kennedy assassination and the foulest deed and all kinds of other fun stuff that is hidden behind the paywall that you can knock down for five USD. If you've got money and you don't want to give it to me and all these other clowns on my podcast, because why would you uh, go to love146.org? They are a they are a group that is fighting tra- uh, human trafficking around the world, and that's QAnon's alleged objective. But we all know that QAnon actually doesn't give a shit about any of those things. Also, I would like to thank uh, DJ Minimal Effort for our intro music. He never has social media and he never will. So this is our weekly shout out about that. However, you can find Frosty, who does all of our bumps and the voice of Q when needed at Frosty underscore VO. So uh, for another successful question mark uh, episode of the podcast, this is Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, signing out for Arizona Right Ring Watch and Karma. 
Good speed, patriots.